I'm just going to take a couple of minutes this morning and, and, and encourage it and maybe give you a little, a little insight, a little nugget, something to help you as you walk the walk of faith four different times in your Bible. It says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. Say it real loud. The just shall live by faith. Okay, so if you're blood-bought, born again, you're justified, you're justified. He's talking about you. This is how you're going to live. There's a, there's a way to live uh, uh, that, that, that is God's prescribed way to live, his system of logic. In the beginning was the word. We get our word logos from that, uh, and it's God's system of logic. How many of you know there's a secular system of logic that is very much opposed to God's system of logic? There is a spirit that is out there, and, and I know we're not going to get too, too spooky on you today, but trust me. Uh, uh, but there, 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 is, there is a force out there that just seems to oppose anything biblical. I mean, you can believe anything you want. You can take a stand for anything you want. You can have anything you want going on in your life, but you bring God into the picture, and there's like this force that wants to fight you, right? And biblical-based marriage, oh, that's, that's antiquated. Uh, no, that works. Hello? You know, doing life God's way. Well, the way I see it. Well, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the ways of destruction. And, and, and you know, God, God's intention is not to harm you, it's to help you. It's to, it's, he's, he ain't trying to hurt you, he's trying to help you. He's not trying to put you down, he's trying to elevate you up. He, he, you know, and, and, and we as believers, you know, hey, this is the locker room, folks. And, and it's easy inside, isn't it easy? I hope it's easy for you. It's easy inside here as you're, as you're walking past the espresso, you know, down towards the ice cream to say, God bless you. It's easy in here. And then you take the field, right? And you leave the building, you get out in the parking lot, and, and, there's, and there's crazy people out there, okay? And, and, and there's traffic, and there's life, and there's stuff that's going on. And, and what we need to do is we need to learn how to carry the lifestyle, God's system of logic, out of the locker room and begin to demonstrate it on the field, right? So that we can, because God's intention, if his intention is to prosper you, that's elevate, that's to help you, God, God plans to bless you uh, uh, and, and to position you to win or succeed in any given situation. And, and, and what we need to be able to do, though, is, is is to, is to go out of this place and, and even out of our home, even, even out of our small group, and, and you know, actually go to work and walk in victory. You know, wouldn't it be crazy if, 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 if you in your neighborhood, you could demonstrate the peace of God that passes all understanding, even, even in the middle of a storm? You know, that when, 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 you know, when, when chaos is wreaking havoc, but you step in and you say, listen, I, I'm not going to pretend like it's not chaotic right now, but I just got to tell you something. Uh, if, you walk, if you walk this way, there's more peace than chaos. And, and, and see, you have to understand something, that, that you came right out of God himself, First uh, John 4, 4. He said that, little children, you are of God. You are of God. You, you came out of God, and you have already defeated and already overcome all the powers that are against God because the God in you, the God in you is greater than the enemy in, in all the world. Yeah, I, I got a message for you today. If you don't get anything else, just meditate this one and, and, until, you, until you actually begin to live like you believe it. That God in me, the God in me, I don't care, you, you might be the smallest person in the room. The God in you is greater and stronger and mightier and more powerful and more, has more authority than, than all the power of the enemy that covers the entire earth. 
and, 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 and God, man, God's plan for you and his purpose for you, and I just want to throw this out there that, you know, destiny isn't something you decide. Destiny is something you discover. Okay, and, and I'm not going to be like, like your mama who told you, you, you can be anything you want to be. You can be anything you want to be. No, you can't. Well, don't, don't, crush, don't, don't crush Johnny's, you know, hopes. What are you kidding? He, Johnny's going to be present. I don't know. How many, how many have there been? Th- 33, 38. What, what president number are we on? How many? There's not been that many of those guys. See, now he's confused. We don't know. But out of the billions of people that have been living during that period of time, there's been 44 of them. You really think Johnny's going to make it? Now, I don't want to crush Johnny's dream, but let me tell you something. It's not Johnny's fault. It's because you're his parents. <laughs> hey, you don't get to be the president if you're their parent. You don't have the right lineage. You ain't got the right connection. So, there's, so, so to have Johnny spend his whole, whole life trying to pursue something that's outside of what he was created to do. You know, the Bible tells us as parents that we're supposed to train up a child in the way they should go. There, there, there's, there's a purpose. There's, and let me tell you something. Man, I hope I, I, hope I even get to my message because now I'm on a rant. And, and, uh, uh, but there, there is a, there, there is, there, there's something you got to understand that there, uh, no matter how good you are and how hard you try, there, there's opposing forces that are coming against you and your family. And, you know, and you're going to live. Here's the thing, you see, that you, you, you can have a great heart and a great mind, and, and you are determined to live for God, but that does not mean that hell isn't going to do everything it can to stop you. Okay, we're nowhere near perfect, okay? Our, we are nowhere near perfect. Shelby is way closer to it than I am. Okay, but, but we, are, we, are not, we are not super strong, super smart, super rich, super talented. We, we ain't any of that. But, 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 you know, I got three boys. They're all serving God. They're all on fire for God. They're all connected with the purpose. And, and so there is a God. But, but trying our best and, and, you know, leading church and being part, you know, so, man, I'm trying to do everything I can to, lead, to, to live a life that cheerfully pleases God. Okay? And with all of that said, I've had my boys in jail. I, uh, you, they've been arrested. They've been molested. They've been, uh, and, 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 you know, by, by coaches in, in places that, that had the, the things named after them and that whole mess. And, and, and we've had all kinds of chaos. And, and we're probably going to talk about that in upcoming weeks, you know, and, and leading a family in the way they should go. But don't be, don't, don't be deceived and think that if we do this thing God's way, all of a sudden life's going to get easy. Because it ain't going to get easy, folks. Especially when you decide to do what God's created you to do. See, you're of God, and all of hell is fighting. But I'm going to tell you something. You've already overcome, and you already have the victory. And what you need to do is start living that way. You need to engage in the fight. I, I know a lot of us, we, you know, we, we are looking for, we're looking for easy street, right? Uh, you know, I, I, got, I, I'm, I want a peaceful, easy feeling. I, 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 want something, I want something calm. I want something nice. I, I want something polite. Uh, well, then you shouldn't have got saved. Because what, you, what, what you're longing for is a place called heaven. But we ain't there yet. 
And so what we have to do is we get out, we, we got to get out of bed and go out and demonstrate Satan's defeat. And we, we got to decide right now, I'm going to humiliate hell. Why? Because 1 John 5, 4, look at this one. 1 John 5, 4 says, if you're born of God, you're victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. It's our faith. See, if I want to have victory over the powers of darkness and over, over, over the, you know, everything that's going on in the world, the world is crazy. It doesn't make any difference. We have victory over that. But we, we got to walk by faith. And, and so many times, you know, you start talking about faith and people, people, it's not just that they get weird. It's like they get stupid. And they do, they do, they do crazy stuff and, and they, don't, they don't realize that, you know what? You know what ties you to the end result? Your character. Somebody needs, somebody needs some character up in here. You know, that you are a person of your word. You know, that you, the, your employee or employer, when he hired you, you threw out there hoping it would help that, that hey, uh, and, and I'm a Christian. Uh, well, then maybe you should show up on time. Maybe you should stay to closing time. Maybe you should outwork everybody else in the room. How are you going to walk in victory? Well, you, it's going to be your faith. Faith is not simply believing regardless of the circumstance. It is obeying regardless of the consequence. Let me, let's say it again because you know, some of you not only need to write it down, you should probably have it tattooed to some clean spot on your flesh. If you've got enough room left, let's go, right? Faith is not simply believing regardless of the circumstance. It is obeying regardless of the consequence. See, when you came to Jesus singing, you know, I have decided to follow Jesus. Yeah, I, I grew up, we had a tent. And, and, and we, we had these tent meetings, you know, and we'd sing stuff like that. And as people were coming to the altar, as, as they were coming down the sawdust trail. <laughs> Slide in my tent meeting voice. I have decided decision comes from the root word incision, which means to cut away. It means that there are things that I used to do that I will no longer do. Why? Because I'm walking with him, and he doesn't do those things, and I've decided to be like him. See, we are in a culture and a society that wants to be like the world, but wear Jesus' colors. You do know, how, okay, this is getting heavy. Uh, by the way, how many of you guys like Seahawks? Okay. I won't ask how many don't because you would offend that guy sitting next to you that was just going, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, you do know that if you're going to play for the Seahawks, not only are you going to wear their jersey, but you're going to live their culture. And if you're not going to live their culture, if you, you don't get to practice with the 49ers. You don't, you don't get it. You, don't, you know what? It was your decision, right? You, you don't have to go with them, but, but you, don't, you, don't, you don't get to take the field with, with the Seahawks and be rooting for the Steelers, even though you should be. <laughs> Share that. Okay. You make a decision to connect to Jesus. Well, then you're going to cut off some stuff that's connected to the world. And I, I ain't going to stand here and tell you, here's the list of do's and don'ts, because, you know, I grew up in that world, 
And I'm going to tell you that most of the stuff that we talk about, you know, isn't the issue. But the, the issue is, is that your heart and your mind, the, 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 the dictator of your steps needs to change. Well, yeah, but the grace of God has, has, has covers me from all my sins and mistakes. You know, it's weird to me that you want to use the grace of God to live the lowest level of life possible instead of allowing it to empower you to live the highest life that you could possibly live. How about we be the best we can be instead of coming up with excuses for being the smallest we could be? Why? Because I'm born of God. I got victory over the entire world if I'll just walk by faith. Look at somebody tell them it's time to walk by faith. Come on, look the other way. Say, you too. <laughs> look at Matthew 10, verse 1. This is how Jesus works. In Matthew 10, it said that when Jesus had called his disciples together, he gave them power and authority over unclean spirits to drive them out. You might not believe in that, but they're still around. They still need to be driven out. He gave, he gave them power to cure all kinds of diseases. How many are thankful that, that there's power to cure all kinds of diseases? That he, God still heals. I said, God still heals. I said, God still heals. And you might be in the room today and you came in with something broken, something lacking, something, and you walk out of your hole. Okay, why? Because of that power and that authority to cure all kinds of disease, all kinds of we all kinds of weakness. He has he's given us power and authority over all kinds of weakness and all kinds of infirmity. When Jesus calls, he empowers, okay? So when he called you out of darkness and translated you into the marvelous light of his dear son, when he said you have both been saved and called, not according to your works, but according to the very purposes of God, that when God has called you, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, called of God. You are called of God. And when God called you, he empowered you. And when he gave you power, that, that, that word power is the ability to produce results. And, and, and where does that power operate? How do, how, how do we get those results? In the authority that was given to us when we were called out. And see, when you live a life that's separate from the life that you used to have, see, th this is the separation. It's, it, it's the separation from powerless and, and, and power. You have authority now. Look at somebody tell them, I have been authorized. You're an authorized dealer of God's power. I said you're an authorized dealer of God's power. Man, I don't know if you get this or not. A lot of you guys are, are waiting for God to do something and, and, and praying for power. You got enough power to blow the lips off the front of your face. You don't need power. You need, you just, you need a little truth. You need a little revelation. You need a little insight as to who you are. You're, you are a big deal. Called of God. Equipped by God, chosen by God, empowered by God, elevated by God, directed by God. Yeah, but I can't pay my bills. It's because you make stupid choices. And you have authority, and you could, and you could operate in that authority. And, and, and if I can keep it together today, I'll give you a little clue as to how to do it. But, but the fact is, is that you, it won't help if you don't know who you are. And you, you, you are of God. Man, you are of God. I know the enemy's trying to beat you down. I know he's trying to tell you that you're worthless. I know he's trying to tell you that, that you're some kind of a failure and some kind of a mistake. But, but listen, either the devil's a liar or God is. I, I kind of have a tendency, I think that we ought to be able to agree on this, that God don't lie. So that leaves the devil. And anybody who's agreeing with the devil, they ain't for you. And anybody who's agreeing with God, hang with them. 
right? And, and, and the Bible says he has shown you a man, oh, Micah 6, 8, he has shown you a man what is good and what is, you know, uh, uh, how to please God. And it's to, it's to do just, to love mercy, and to walk with God. And in, or, and in Amos 3, 3, it says, he, how can two walk together except they agreed? So if you're going to walk with God, you have to learn to agree with him. Okay? You got to agree with God. So what God says goes. God says you have victory. God says you have authority. God says that you can, you know what? You got authority over unclean spirits. You have authority over sickness and disease. You have authority over all kinds of weakness and infirmity. You have authority. You have power. Okay, you have power. You have power. Now, 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 now here, here's, the, here's the deal. Is that PUD, right? PUD supplies your house, this building, with power. Right? Hey, and it's kind of a kind of a given deal that you would have access 24-7 any time of the day or night. You know, we've been in places in the world where they, that wasn't so. You know, in, in Nepal, we went to Nepal and he said, uh, we were at Kathmandu and they said, don't worry about it, you know, because there, there'll be a time when you, can, when you can charge your devices and get everything, you know, because we'll be spending time back at the, back at the you know, headquarters there, you know, in, in Kathmandu and, 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 uh, uh, and you don't want to know what's weird is you go places in the world where they, they, they're living under under tarps they ain't got nothing and when the sun comes up and they throw the tarp flap back and they all come outside everybody's got a cell phone dude this world is connected okay and, and uh but in Kathmandu there is power but it's from 2 a.m to 6 a.m and there's off the rest of the day see you you learn to live with that a little bit and you learn to appreciate when the power's on and, and you and I, we've been spoiled because we have power 24-7, access any time of the day, as long as you've paid your bill, right? Some of you guys are going, well, we ain't got power. Well, pay your bill, okay? As long as the bill's been paid, you got power. Look at somebody, tell them, I, uh, we got power, okay? So, so please tell me that you have more confidence in God than you do in PUD because God supplies the power. And he says, guess what? I even paid the bill. Okay? So, so he paid the bill. There ain't, you're not, you're not going to have a shortage. It's not going to get cut off in the middle of the night. It's not, it's not gonna, you're not going to run out of power before you run out of paycheck. Okay? He's paid the bill. You got the power. Now, how many of you would think it would be a little bit weird that you sign the contract down at PUD, you give them the money, they supply the power, and then you go in, and, and you know you get out of bed in the morning, and, and, and you, you, you go to your phone, and you call PUD, and you say, would you come down and flip the lights on for me? And hurry. Please. I mean, would that, would that be odd? That, that, that you would want them not only to supply the power, but now to start flipping the switches. Because you got power, but you got to flip the switch. I mean, you know, you just got to flip the switch. You, you, you're calling up PUD and telling them, man, you got to get over here because I, I need you to throw some power to the garbage disposal because there's so much junk down there that, that now the sink won't drain. Could you please come by as quickly as possible and turn that thing on for me? And I'm telling you that it's not PUD who's coming. Okay, it's white coats, and they're, and they're going to help you with your stuff. 
it would just be odd, it would be weird, it'd be unreasonable. But yet, as believers, we sit around, we call God, and we ask Him to come flip our switches for us so that He will make happen what He supplied power for us to make happen. And you've been empowered to do some things, and you're asking God to do those things for you. And you go to God, even when, and we have this misconception, and where do we get it? Well, probably at church someplace. Okay, we'll, we'll take, the, we'll take the, the, the black eye for you. I'll, I'll, I'll stand here today and say, okay, maybe, maybe it was the church's fault and the communication was wrong, but let's, let's clarify today. Let's clarify today because you are supposed to rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And you're to let your moderation be known unto all men because God is at hand. And you, you are to, in every single situation, in every circumstance, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your heart and mind riveted on him. Okay, that's the way it goes down. And so we're supposed to be praying, right? We're supposed to be praying, making supplication, and we're supposed to be talking to God. And, and, and you know, we come and we sing these songs, you know, and come, let us tell him all about our troubles, he will answer by and by. And we sing songs that are so unscriptural that we end up with mindsets with belief systems. Okay, you end up with a belief system. Are we doing okay? I, I got like seven minutes. I got to hurry. We end up with belief systems that, that, well, the abbreviation of a belief system is BS. Okay, and, and, and you think that prayer is going to God telling him about your troubles. Oh, God. Oh, God, full of mercy, wisdom, and grace. If you're really up there, God. See, if you pray that, if you're really up there, God, then you pray anything you want. Because you're really not a believer. And he's reaching believers. Or, well, he's making believers out of non-believers. So I think, God, I think it's unfair when a person first gets born again and they can pray for anything and God answers it. It's like God shows off to the newbies. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, God, I've just always want to see a unicorn and one runs through the yard. It's like, what's with that? I don't know. You have to take it up with God. <laughs> Made myself laugh again. And so, you know, but if you're a believer and you're growing, you, you know, you're, you're a fruit producer. You don't go to God and talk about your problems. You go to your problems and you talk about your God. You know, this, this is how this works. The just shall live by faith. Okay, the just shall live by faith. And, and, and we're going to do what God tells us to do or else, you know what? He's taking his shirt back. You know, if you ain't going to play, the, you know, if you're not going to live the culture of the Seahawks, which, by the way, men, men, you know, at, at the men's breakfast coming up, uh, somebody's going home with this thing. We're giving that thing away. And, and if you want more chances to win, bring more guys and get them signed up. Okay? Just throwing that out there. But, uh, and, and, and you know what you can do? You can have this. You can have this. And even if you're a Steeler fan. You have, no, you have no idea the bonfire you could make with this. I'm telling you. You, there's so many uses for this, and your friends over. I'm just saying, and, and but but with God, see, here's here's one of the things that I think that, that is vital to God, and, and that you and I need to make sure that we understand. 
that there's certain, there's certain things that God has given to us, and God is not a covenant breaker. I, I think we can all agree, God will not break the covenant. So, you know, read the book, man, Psalms 89, it talks about that God will not take back that which he has given. Uh, you, you and I know that his word will not return into him void without accomplishing the thing he sent it forth to accomplish. We, we know that he's not a liar, that he's God, that he doesn't change. We, we, we got all that, but we act like he's a covenant breaker, and then we go to him and ask him to break the covenant, because in order, see, if he gave power to you, if he gave power, then that which is given is called a gift. It's a, you don't give a wage, you pay a wage. So he, he didn't, they didn't earn authority. You didn't earn authority, but it was given. It was a gift. A gift is something that's given to someone who's done nothing to deserve it. So it's not based on you, but it's, it's based upon him and the price that he paid. And so you have authority and for, to ask, for you to ask God to come do what he empowered you to do. Number one, should he not do it? And number two, he won't do it. And number three is asking him to break covenant because he would be taking back what he had given to you. See, and this is what the enemy wants you to think. That if you, if you, if you, if you just beg God long enough to do the stuff that he's empowered you to do, that, that you begin to believe that God doesn't answer prayer. And what's funny is you haven't been praying the whole time, and, and and but you just thought you were, and so you thought that you were that you were calling out to God, and you you thought that that, that no no you're acting like a non-believer, and not just somebody who doesn't believe in God, but you're actually demonstrating non-belief because you don't believe that He's given you the power to do what He's empowered you to do. So it's kind of like taking the field with your Seahawk jersey on but carrying the ball for the Steelers. And now, not only are you not popular, but the people on your team want to kill you. Luke, Luke 10, 19 says this. Check it out. I have given you authority and power to trample on the serpents and scorpions. Physical, mental strength and ability. Physical Mental strength and ability. Physical, mental strength and ability. And I have given, man, if, you, if God has given you the, the ability and the, the mental strength and the physical ability and, and, and over all the power of the enemy, don't you think that you ought to flip the switch? Don't, don't you think, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm really struggling with some things in my life. Hey, we've all been there. Lots of people struggle. Everybody's going to struggle. But, but maybe you're trying to break a habit in your life. Maybe you're trying to get over something in your life. And, and, and you know, and, uh, uh, just so I don't pick it out, somebody name a habit you're trying to get over. Alcohol. Alcohol. Okay. We'll be praying for you. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. So you're trying to get over that, and, and you, and, but you're struggling. How, how about you just start here? How about before you twist the cap, you just say, God, I just... Thank you that you've given me authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions. And you've given me physical and mental strength and ability over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm me. How about you just quote that before you twist the cap? Just, just start there. You know, and just, and just start. How about we just take one step towards operating in the, in the authority that God's given to us? And we start speaking his word, and I promise you that in the areas of your life where you're struggling, if, if you begin to operate in your authority, well, well, well how, how do we do this? You know, I, I don't understand how this works. Uh, uh, do I have time? I got, I got, 
I have a minute or two, right? Let me show you how Jesus did it, and it was really kind of weird. But, uh, okay, Mark 11, starting at verse 12. Mark 11, and it, uh, it's in the morning. It's in the morning. Everybody say, in the morning. And they were coming from Bethany, and Jesus was hungry, which, by the way, you just need to understand, Jesus got hungry, okay? It mentions it two or three times in the Bible, so I think it's important that we understand that. Because nothing's in the Bible just because. You know, and when, when, when he was hungry, you know, the, you, you know, one of the other times when he's hungry, you know what happened? Satan came and tempted him. And, and, and you know, you, you might be looking around at different people who are struggling with different things, and you might be thinking, well, that guy, I can't believe that there's people who are struggling with alcohol. I can't believe there's people struggling with tobacco. I can't believe there's people struggling with this. I can't believe that. Well, see, here's the thing. You might not be tempted there because uh, that's not your appetite. And when you have an appetite for something, let me tell you something. It's easy to be tempted in that area because you have an appetite for it. So instead of judging people, see, this is where we pray for our brothers. This is where we lift people up. And in the morning, he, he's hungry, and, and let's just roll. Verse 13, and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, and it's important that you understand what that means because uh, when a fig tree has leaves, it's because it has figs, and the leaves serve a purpose to cover the figs to protect them from the sun. So when a fig tree has leaves, it's going to have figs. Even though it wasn't the time of figs yet, he gets over there, he gets over there, and he came to eat it, and he's hungry. He gets over there, and there's nothing but leaves from the time of figs was not yet come. But it didn't make any difference that it wasn't time for the figs, but the tree was making a statement because of the leaves because tree, fig trees don't have leaves unless they have figs because the leaves serve a purpose, right? And, and they, they protect the fig. And so if you were far off and you saw a fig tree and it had leaves, you would head to the tree because if it has leaves, it has figs. And then he got there and it didn't have figs, it just had leaves. Okay, look what happens. And Jesus answered and said unto it, is that not odd to you? That Jesus answered a tree. See, you guys, probably there's people in the room who are struggling with different things in their mind, grappling like, how crazy are these people? As they send their kids off to camp, and they come back speaking in a different language. You got this guy up here who's ranting about all kinds of craziness, and now he's going to tell me to start talking to things. See, because Jesus answered a tree. Why? Because the tree had made a statement. Well, when did the tree make the statement? When the tree had the leaves. What was the statement? That I have fruit. And Jesus answers it with a curse. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I just want to suggest this, that you think about this for a minute, that you might tell the world you're fruitful. It, 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 you know, you might want to restrain yourself from, from, from saying you're a fruitful Christian if you're not going to produce some fruit. Because when Jesus sees what's supposed to have fruit and it ain't got fruit, his response is pretty heavy duty. So you, you might, you, you know, <laughs> you, you, you might want to just think about that for a minute. And Jesus answered it, and, and, and he's talking to it, and it goes on, and, and in verse 15, and, and they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went to the temple, and, began to, and they did all that, and look at verse 16, and we're just going to roll through a few of these. He would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple, and then uh, he taught, saying them, it is not written, my house should be called the nations of the house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves. In verse 18, he says, the, the scribes and the chief priests heard it, and they sought that they might destroy him. That's what people do when they start hearing about God. How do we kill him? And, and then he went out of the city, and, and then, uh, and in the morning, okay, 24 hours. Okay, 24 hours. As they're passing by, 
I mean, just picture this. You know, they're, they're, they're on their donkeys. They're on the trail. And they're passing by. And, and they see the fig tree dried up from the roots. And in verse 21, uh, uh, Peter calls to remembrance and says, you know, I mean, he, Peter, can you imagine, Peter's like, Peter's, maybe he's in the back of the line, and he's got a cell phone out, and he texts Jesus, OMG. <laughs> and Jesus texts back, LOL. <laughs> yeah. The thing you spoke to has withered. I mean, here's the guys traveling with Jesus, and, and so, the, and this just makes me feel better, so I just want to share it, that sometimes when you're walking with Jesus, you're still amazed when he does what he says. It's amazing. He still does what he says. And, 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 and the, the thing you said has happened. And, and why were they amazed? Well, because it, it wasn't immediate. It was 24 hours. See, and some of you guys, some of you guys are struggling because you've been expecting something to happen. Quick, don't don't walk away from your faith because it didn't happen immediately. Sometimes you gotta you gotta travel a bit. Don't don't give up. Don't give up on, because you've been speaking God's word over your finances. Don't give up because it didn't happen immediately. Stay on it. Believe God. Amen. Look at somebody say, believe God. And look at what Jesus tells them in verse twenty-two. He said, "Have faith in God." The message hasn't changed. I said the message hasn't changed. Man, just have, have faith in God. Have the faith of God. Have the God kind of faith. Whatever you want to put in there, how about we just trust God? But, uh, but he goes on, look at this, in, in 23, he said, I'm telling you, what, whosoever shall say to this mountain, and there had to be a mountain there, because, you know, he went from demonstrating, uh, he went from demonstrating authority to now he's going to teach about it. And, and he looks around, say, say to this mountain, and, he, and, and there had to be one there, he said, anybody, who, whosoever shall say to this mountain. Be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and, and, and won't doubt in his heart, but believes that the things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. See, I, I, just want, I just want to encourage you today, take this week now and begin, begin to appropriate your authority. Begin to walk in your authority. But you might, but, but you, well, how do I release that authority? You start speaking to things. You don't, don't talk about the mountain, talk to the mountain. See, a lot of us are talking about our problem, but no, you need to speak to that problem. And you're thinking, well, I, th I just think the man that just fit, that just seems so stinking weird. Well, what's weird to me is that you're letting stuff talk to you, but you don't want to talk back. Okay? Your body's telling you whether you're getting out of bed or not. You, you, your finances are telling you whether you're obeying God or not. Your relationships are telling you whether you got a future or not. Your car's telling you whether you're going to be late or not. It's time, instead of letting stuff talk to you, that you stand up and start talking to some stuff. Check it out. It, and I'm not going to read it, but in, in, the, in, in the book of Acts, there's a story where uh, the guys are headed to the temple to pray, and there's a guy there, and he's begging, and, 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 and they walk up to him, and, and he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I you. And he took him by the right hand, and he said, in the name of Jesus, which is basically saying, hey, man, I got power, and I have authority, and it's not mine. It was given to me by Jesus, but on that authority, I, I just say to you, rise up and walk. And that guy jumped up to his feet, and he went running through the temple, leaping and dancing, and people saw it, and this guy was incredibly healed. And, the, and, and I want you to go read it later. And I, I'm asking you this question. When did they pray for him? 
Never. It wasn't the result of an answered prayer. It was the result of activated authority. And you can get places that you've never been able to go before. Which will empower you to see things you've never seen before so you can reach stuff you couldn't touch before so that you can accomplish things you couldn't even start before. See, you're the lame guy that's stuck in a different area of your life. You're, you're, you're the guy that daily has been carried out there and, and, and you're kind of dependent upon the kindness of passerbys. Because you see, you see where they're going and it would be so cool to get there yourself, but you ain't, never, you ain't never been able to move that way. Maybe it's in business, maybe it's relationally, maybe it's physically, I don't know. But, but you, see, you see the passerby and every day you see people that are getting to where you should be able to go. And, and I'm here today to tell you that, that it's not my power, okay? But on the authority that was given to me, I say to you, rise up and walk. And I'm telling you, you, you don't need a prayer, you need, you need to activate authority. And if you'll activate your authority, not only will you get places you've never been able to go, but you can get others that can't move. You can get others to, to begin to move towards their destiny and purpose too. And I'm here today to tell you that you've got to walk in this authority and you've got to quit letting things talk to you. And it's time for you to tar- start. It's time for you to start. It's time for you to start talking to things. Okay, you, no, I'm serious. I don't want to serve a God who doesn't do anything. I don't want to serve a God I can totally understand. Dude, I'm just not smart enough to be satisfied with God, with a God that I can totally get. Why would I serve that God? See, I know this. God still heals. I know this, that God can do things that nobody else can do. I, I, know, I know this. You'll never convince me. You'll never convince me to change my mind about God. But I know that there's a lot of believers that are sitting around waiting for God to do things that he's already given them the authority to accomplish. And they end up frustrated and disappointed. And the deal is, is that, hey, wait a minute. You've been empowered to do that. You actually can have victory over your finances. Man, your checkbook's been talking to you your entire life. Your bank account talks to you all the time. I think it's time that you start talking to that. I, th- I think maybe, maybe what you should do, and you should probably do this in the privacy of your home because, because you're so touchy, but you should go home and turn out the lights, pretend like the power bill hasn't been paid, and for some of you, that won't even be, won't take great imagination. Get in a dark place. Set your financials out there on a little table or something. Go into a walk-in closet and sing a song to, 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 your, to your financials. I have decided to follow Jesus. And just let, let your bank account know that it just lost its place on the throne of your life. I have decided to follow Jesus. You need to get all the debt that you have and on paper and put it in a bag and you need to declare over that debt, you're leaving my life. 
I'm going to make different choices. I'm going to have stronger discipline. I'm not going to ask God to do for me what he's empowered me to do. He's empowered me to have victory over my finances, which means I have to operate in my authority. I realized that I was not demon-possessed when we went to the mall that day, even though I charged like a wild man. But today, I declare that I'm going I'm to walk in freedom. I'm going to walk in victory. I speak to my relationships. I speak to my emotions. Speak to my body. Body, you are no longer making every decision of my life. Get into alignment, which might mean that you're going to have to get out of bed, hit the street, get some miles in. But guess what? I'm going to operate in my authority. Some of, some of, some of you, you know, uh, matter of fact, what we're going to do, we're, you know, we do it all the time. We're going to receive the offering, the tithes and the offering, and you know how to do that, and you know what it's all about. So as you get your stuff out, I just, I, I just want to speak over your finances as, as you get ready and prepared to give today. Uh, I, I, just want to, I just want us to get into agreement with God because, see, God's plan is to prosper you. If you're not prospering, it means you're outside of God's plan. See, it's not a God issue. It, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's not an enemy issue. Well, the enemy's really fighting me. See, we always want to, we always want to blame somebody else, right? So, so either God's not blessing me or the devil's fighting me. No, could it possibly be? Not a God issue, that it's not, a, it's not an enemy issue. Could it possibly be a you issue? Maybe it's a you issue, right? Because the Bible says, the Bible says this. It says, submit to God. Resist the devil. And the enemy will flee. See, it's not that the enemy is too strong for you, and it's not that God lied to you. It's that you're the issue, and you need to submit to God and resist the enemy. See, a lot of us are good at one or the other. We'll, we'll, well, I'll submit to God, but then, but then I, I just let the enemy do whatever he wants. Or I'm going to resist the enemy, but I won't submit my ways to God. No, it just takes both. See, it's you. Because, why? Because you're the one with the authority. Because you're the one with the authority. God has given you authority over all the power of the enemy. So the enemy ain't got the authority. Well, God, God, you, you're in charge. You rule. You, you're the man. Do you really think that if God was in charge of everything, don't you think you'd be nicer? I tell you this much, you'd all be tithers. <laughs> God's not in control. He gave us control. So God has more faith in you than you have in him. So today as we get ready to give, I just want to speak over your finances. And don't give God smaller than you were willing to waste last week. You know, if it, if it costs you like $75 to go to the fair to eat a corn dog, I, what's parking? You know, I mean, I mean we, could, we could run out there. You know I'm not lying. It's, I'm probably right, up, right about right. Shelby and I went to the fair one year. We had a corn dog. And it was like 70 bucks when we were done. Because she had to have a pop too. I'd be embarrassed to go spend 7500 bucks at the fair and come hand God 10 bucks and try to convince him that 
He's the lover of my soul. We should probably pray. Father, we, we speak your word over every family represented here. God, it's your plan, your desire to prosper, not to harm, to give hope and a future, to elevate, not to put down. God, it's, it's your plan and it's your purpose. And you said that, that my God would supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. So God, we just speak to the finances today and there, there's, there's windows that need to be opened up. And God, you said if we would bring the tithe into the storehouse that there might be meat in, in, my, in my house that you'd open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that we couldn't even contain. You said that you would put a stop to the seed eater when we obeyed you, when we walked by faith. And so today, God, as we sow this seed, as we bring the tithe in, as we give the offerings, we speak, we speak the word of God, and we, we declare it to the enemy. We, we declare to the enemy, it's time for you to flee. Because we're going to submit to God. We're resisting the enemy who wants us to hold on to it. We're going to resist that. And, and devil, we just tell you, get out of our finances right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. And we thank you for wild and wonderful testimonies that we're going to have of where you came through in ways that was, it, had to, it could only be you. It could, it, it could only be you. We give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hand. Thank him for the opportunity to give today. Amen. We're going to pray one more prayer. While they're passing those buckets, I just want to present this thought to you. Because some of you guys, you know, the very first thing that you need to do is you, you need to get your heart right with God. You know, you, you, need, to, you need to submit to God. And may, maybe, you know, maybe what we would call in church the sinner's prayer. Maybe you've never heard of that, or maybe you've prayed it 150 times. That's not the point. The point is, is today, do you realize that, you know what? I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus. You, 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 you want to know what's really cool, too, is that w one of the things that's cool around here, I think this is amazing. We got, I got some of our numbers this week. And, and year to date, year to date, from the beginning of the year to, to well, August 20th, so the number is going to be different after today because in just a minute, several of you are going to join this number. But salvations in our services are 1,213 total. You know what I like about it? It's 958 documented in the sanctuary. It's 255 across the hall. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Think, things like that. And, and, and 20, over 2,400 families have been fed right here by, by you. Through your, it's awesome. 315 families a month, not including the Easter distribution. Some of the numbers are just incredible. And today, as we get ready to pray, we're going to change those numbers. What, one of the things that we, it's the driving force, really, of my life is to open the door for people to cross that threshold and live a different life. And, and, and some of you, you're here today, and it's time, it's time to make a decision. I, I want you to bow your heads one more time, close your eyes. I won't embarrass you. I won't call you out. But if you're in this room today, and, and, and you know what? It's time for you to make a decision to follow Jesus. It's time to make a decision to follow Jesus. I just want to agree with you. 
I just want to agree with you in prayer. And, 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 and I, I want to lock shields with you. And I want you to walk a life of victory. And, I, and, and myself, my family, the team, everybody here, we, everything we've done is brought to this one moment right here so that you can make this decision. If you're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor Tom, I'm making this prayer personal. Everybody's going to pray it. But, man, it's going to be like it's just this is me and God. I'm going to get real with God today because I need God to get real with me. If that's you, while no one's looking around, just want you to hold your hand up real high so I can agree with you in prayer. Thank you, 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 thank you. That's awesome. You put them down. Thank you. It's so cool. Everybody in this place, just pray this. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, guys. Celebrate with heaven. <laughs>